and welcome to the Weather of the Mind podcast. I'm your host, Doug Krish. Good day to you. So to remind you what we're doing here on the mission of the Weather of the Mind, we're trying to stoke the fires, emotional, the fires of emotional reflection, emotional appreciation, emotional health, emotional encouragement. We're just trying to value our emotions and, and try to integrate them in a way that allows us all to be a bit healthier as individuals, as families, as couples, as schools and work and all kind of good social psychology, you know? How does the individual mind relate to the group, relate to the culture? How does the individual plant relate to the soils and how do we make healthier soils? And during this second season, we're looking at biography, we're looking at the up series, we're trying to look at a bunch of human plants understand the soils they interacted with and try to see where they ended up. One of the ultimate questions is how do we progress as a culture emotionally? I, I recorded this first monologue and it was so great, but my microphone was not set properly. So I'm doing a second second version. And it's hard to catch uh, lightning in the bottle twice, but I'm doing my best. So. Today is June 5th, the original recording of this podcast, and today in England, the Up series is debuting. Well, last night, tonight, and tomorrow, it's a three-part series, 63 Up is coming out today. So that's very exciting, as we're talking about 56 Up from seven years ago today. So I entitled this show, Success, Failures, and Blank. Success, Failures, and Blank. Success, failures, and life lessons. Success, failures, and wisdom. Success, failures, and you tell me. Wisdom comes with age. Inevitable ups and downs of life teach us about the river of life. Teach us that the ups and downs are inevitable. And what... What we have control of is how we how we accept it and how we work with those ups and the downs. But, you know, when we're in our 20s and 30s and certainly when we're in our teenage years, we don't have that wisdom. We don't have that experience. We haven't seen enough ups and downs, perhaps. But by the time a lot of us start reaching our 40s, our 50s, our 60s, we have so many years, so many experiences. There's no excuse not to be wise. <laughs> you've seen the ups, you've seen the downs, and hopefully you're starting to learn how to how to work with them in a Taoist sort of sense. You know, f- work with the river, work with the ebbs and flows of nature. In this episode, I'm gonna. I wanted to give this early monologue and finish with some reflection. But in between, I want to play just a bunch of clips. So you have to look at this as kind of like an art exhibit, right? If you were to walk into a room and there were seven or eight paintings on the wall and it was an art exhibit, you'd want to come in and take them in as a whole and and kind of experience that space. Well, this space, I'm going to play a song and I'm going to have seven or eight or nine clips. And then we're going to kind of come back at the end. All I'm going to really say in the, in between the clips is the name of the person who's speaking. I'm not going to remind you of exactly who they are. I'm just going to say their name for this. I think the montage will speak for itself and 
At this point, you probably have some notes on which character is which. The song I'm going to play in between the ep in between the excerpts is um, is from one of our characters. Peter has returned after three episode absence, and he is with his band, The Good Intentions. So we're going to play his song in between the clips. And uh, okay, let's get into it. We're going to start off with Sue. Dropping some knowledge, sharing some wisdom. You never went to university, and now you're right in the middle of a huge university machine. I suppose I should count my blessings that I'm actually in a university, having not done it myself, yeah. <laughs> Looking at it, do you wish you had had that opportunity? Just not really. It's the same as anything. You know, why look back and say, I wish I did this, I wish I'd done that? I've had a good career. At least I'll have my own home, which is a new thing for my family, because my mum and dad are obviously still in council place. I'll never be a rich pensioner. I'll never be able to travel the world once I retire, I'm afraid. But as long as I can keep the house warm and we can uh, feed ourselves, I think that'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Paul and his wife Susan. Do you measure your life in terms of success and failure in any sense? No, not really. I mean, I suppose the success is that we're sitting here together and we haven't had tragedy happen to us. It's just about, you know, getting on with life and, and then enjoying our, our grandchildren, our children and our friends, you know. Yeah. Our goals of life have never... And then work just gets in the way. <laughs> <laughs> No one's looking for you anymore But still I wander through the places you were seen Keeping faith and running from the Lord And I think of that barista with her eyes Now let's hear from Neil. What makes you happy? <laughs> Happy is a difficult word. How many people are happy? Perhaps we're most happy when we're not aware of it. And enjoying a, a relaxed meal with some friends, just being with friends. I think the few weekends in the year when I'm lucky to be able to go and stay with some of my long-term friends, I'm really happy. I can think of hardly anything better than walking across the fields when we just chat about the things we're both interested in and our aspirations. And I think that's the, the noblest and in many ways most satisfying of relationships you can possibly have. How it would be if we lived next door to each other, I don't know. It might, it might be very different, but um, maybe the joy in some relationships is that you see some people only infrequently. No one's looking for you anymore But still I wander through the places you were seen Keeping faith and running from the Lord And I think of that barista with her eyes And here is Susie. I do feel fulfilled in I mean, I've done quite a lot of different things over the last seven years. You know, we all make mistakes in, in everything from parenting to decisions in life you make mistakes and that's how you become the person you are. 
tells me I am reckless to be living in this way And her lips are soft and gentle, but there's nothing she can say Here is John with a Bulgarian cultural festival occurring in the background. I enjoy my professional career very much indeed, but you know, doing something for other people gives you a satisfaction that even you know, winning a fantastic case on some ludicrous archaic point of law won't quite deliver. I think the thing where I would regard myself most successful is that I'm blessed with wonderful friends. I'm happily married. I think I'm an incredibly lucky person in all sorts of respects. She tells me I am reckless to be living in this way And her lips are soft and gentle But there's nothing she can say Sometimes I can imagine And here is Simon and his wife, Vianetta. Well, do you see some parts of life as success and some parts of failure, or do you not think like that? You, know, you don't stop life because you've made a mistake. You know? If you go down the wrong road, it doesn't mean that's the end of the road for you. There's no chance you have to turn around and come back. Mm. Start again, isn't do it? Do you turn? Mm. And to be honest, what do you think about our life? I think there's been more ups and downs, and there's, yeah. and there's hopefully there's a lot more ups to yeah. come. Yeah. Let's hear from Lynn. Russ is still such a great support for me, and he is still my soulmate. You take care, I love you. After all this time, <laughs> we've flourished together. 37 years. Gone extremely quickly. We've just grown together. We learnt to be friends before we had children. We established a solid foundation from which to work for, from. So for you, that's... I'm happy with the way my life has gone. And last but not least, here is Tony. Kids of my life, Nikki, Jody, Perry, um, the grandchildren. I draw a circle. They're all mine, and I'm lucky. I'm very, very lucky, Michael. Once again, thank you to The Good Intentions featuring Peter from the Up series. That was a beautiful tune called Gone So Long. The Good Intentions, worth checking out. So when when I ponder these excerpts, these little periods of reflection, success and life, regrets, no regrets, what do you think of your life now that you're 56 years old? When I listen to these 
I'm kind of amazed at how seemingly healthy most of our characters in this documentary series are at age 56. I mean, they talk about their challenges, but they seem to have a pretty balanced balanced approach or a balanced place in life. And one thing that's important is they've all found some place for passion, passionate work or passionate relationships, whether it's kids, grandkids, um, their research, their teaching, their work, where do they find passion? And it kind of reminds me of a few episodes ago, we called an episode Meaningful Relationships, Meaningful Work. Kind of summing it up is if we had to get get down to what really makes a good life, it might just be the pursuit of meaningful work and meaningful relationships. So we used the word passion today and the word meaning last time. How do the word passion, what we're passionate about, relate to meaning and what we find meaning in? So let's maybe ponder those things, passion and meaning, passionate and meaningful work, passionate and meaningful relationships. And I applaud, I applaud all our characters for their participation as always. This is such a valuable gift. And and as we've seen these characters ponder in the documentary themselves, well, this they say stuff like, this doesn't really capture who I am. This is such a brief snapshot. You only see, you record us for seven days, once every seven years, and you present it to the world. And then people think, that's who I am. I think, so there's definitely missing, there's definitely a lot of points that are missing, but there still seems to be great value. Because these characters, they're like characters in a story to us, and they are real. We might not know them completely, but we know this character. We fill in the blanks in a way that that we want to. And while that might bother them, it, it provides a great service for us. There's something I'm still trying to figure out what is so valuable about this. And I think it's perhaps the celebration um, of all work and the celebration of all people. You know, we live in a modern society that exalts a few all the time. It exalts the famous and exalts the rich, perhaps, the rich and the famous. Do we still do that? Certainly the famous. And I think with this beauty of this documentary is it just looking at quote-unquote average people living their quote-unquote average lives, but every life is, is, is wonderful and complex and dynamic with... I, like I say that every one of us is living our own novel and we have a friend for a year or two they're, they're like a character in our novel for that year or two and it sounds egotistical to talk about our novel but we, we are individuals in this society and we are responsible for our own novel to some extent it doesn't mean to focus too much on ourselves it means to seek out what's passionate and what's meaningful and build our lives in that direction, well, as far as I can tell, at least. If you've got better ideas, please drop me a line. Let's share them. Let's brainstorm. So that's all for today. I hope this has been an engaging episode, and I hope that you have taken the time to engage these up series. And if not, when the time comes, these podcasts will be there to reflect upon if you, if you so choose. Have a great day. Don't forget the practical. Keep hydrated, keep exercising. 
Try to keep optimistic the best we can. Keep living and learning. Bye-bye. Yeah.